Welcome to the Dynamic Duo of Defiance podcast, where real talk for business meets bold disobedience. I'm Natalie Arsido. I'm Shantara Chapman. And we're the Dynamic Duo of Defiance. Yeah. So today's uh, episode is something that we feel like the media has not revisited since spring. Yeah, it this is year. Since it's spring. been spring, and we're about to roll into Christmas in a couple of months. Yep. Uh, and that is. I don't know if you guys remember the whole Starbucks diversity and inclusion. We're closing stores. We're going to train people. We're apologizing to folks who had the police called on them for waiting to do a real estate deal in the Starbucks in Philadelphia. This was all of that uh, churn around um, an incident that happened in Philadelphia and Starbucks like they normally do, they are, I call them a marketing Svengali. I think they are gypsies of marketing. They plant seeds. They manifest in people's heads. They go spend $5 on coffee. It's great. Um, and they did what they do best, which is marketing. Right. Rolled out all the bells and whistles of a fantastic marketing campaign around apologizing, sort of, kind of, and creating a new culture of diversity and inclusion. The problem is no one has followed up to see what has happened in Starbucks. And I will say, I don't know if they're more diverse, they're just happier. Because <laughs> you still go to Starbucks. So, for the record, I don't do Starbucks. I haven't done Starbucks long before this whole incident, so this has nothing to do with this current incident. But um, you still go. I will go there. Okay. If I, yeah, if I, if I need some hot chocolate. Okay. Unfortunately, um, near my client, there are no Kind yeah. of like smaller, smaller coffee shops. Coffee shops. And it's not often, but maybe, I would say maybe once a week, if that. Okay. You know, okay. I'll go in there. Or, or Enough drive. to get a temperature check. Yeah. To see what's going on. Which Wait, I might need to stroll through one and see, see what's happening. Because I'm going to tell you, if you walk in, it's like they almost hug you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but in the drive through it's like a lot, a lot. Really? Like they're overdoing it. It's, it's like they've decided to hire the friendliest people they find and put them on the window. <laughs> and you can order what, you know, like me, my hot chocolate, right? Mm-hmm. If I need hot chocolate, I go there, I would like, hey, can I get a tall hot chocolate right. or whatever? And are you sure that's all you want? Because we have lovely things. We got donuts and this and this and this. And I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Roll around to the window and they double check one more time <laughs> if I'm sure, and then they start to compliment my outfit from the window. <laughs> you know, I love that shirt. Where'd you get it? Your neck looks so thin with the necklace. It's great, right? It's great. And you know, lady, one lady was like, um, "I love your glasses. I, I think I have such shades on or something." Okay. She's like, "I love your shades." Do you know where I go to get mine? And she goes into this whole thing about where she gets designer shades and all of this <laughs> stuff. And you should try it. And I'm thinking, I really just want that hot chocolate right. I ordered five minutes ago, hoping that it's no longer not cold now. Right. So they, I don't know if that's their way of saying they're including and being diverse by putting crazy happy people at the window. But <laughs> the one that I go to, that's hilarious. See now, I'm now and, I'm gonna have to stop. And that's my only experience because I mean, again, like I said, you know, I don't go every day. Right. Like maybe once a week. Now that it's getting a little cooler, I may go. You know, right, a little more often. I don't know, but I just know that there are some mornings I go. 
I don't know if I can deal with them because it's really, really happy. And at 6 a.m. At 6 a.m. You know, it's like, who wants to deal with that? But, um, but to go back to their diversity and inclusion tactic thing, uh, where you got Common and all of these celebrities mm-hmm. saying yes. that you're doing something great. I'm really surprised that Common and some of these other people didn't go back and say, hey, you used our name, you used mm-hmm. our celebrity, our reputation, and you didn't do anything. Yeah. Because we know that the full day turned into a half a day, and the half a day at some places was only just a couple of hours. Yeah. It was left up to the discretion of the manager of the store. Yeah. And we tried to get copies of the information. Yeah, they said, click here if you like copies. And they didn't. And they they had nothing to say. Yeah. Okay. And so it's like, it was really just a media ploy. Yes. And um, the stuff that did happen there, as I understand, wasn't really about diversity no. or inclusion from some of the feedback that came, you know, the day, the next day. I thought that there were supposed to be, you know, some changes, some visible changes, some things that they wanted people to see right. that they did, but we never heard anything. Right. It just kind of zoomed away and on their website is almost non-existent. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's non-existent. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the website, just, you know, so we can be extra factual here. Uh, I'm on the website. You have to dig a little. To get to. To get to, you know, you got to go to, like, our community, social responsibility, then you click on about us, then you click on, it's a lot of clicking. Um, And they have a video up for inclusion at Starbucks. They have a video up creating a culture of belonging and inclusion. Um, Now, this is my issue. So... They the first headline on this page about inclusion in Starbucks on the Starbucks website talks about creating a culture of belonging, inclusion, and diversity. But then when it gets and it has a paragraph or two, and then when it gets to our culture, it says from our earliest days, diversity and inclusion have been at the heart of how we do business. Well then why are we now having to create a culture of it? Yeah. Like if you've been doing this since the eighties. Because then you haven't been doing it since then. <laughs> so that my thing is just it, there's a there's a very big difference, and we've talked about this before. There's a very big difference of checking a box and trying to have a, a, a very non-homogenous look in a picture than it is to actually create a culture that is inclusive and diverse. Right. Um, and so they may have had the diversity box checked because they definitely had a mix of people and whatever different, you know, backgrounds and all this other stuff. But that was for their own internal employment. Right. You're a, you're a consumer based business that deals with the public. You're not like a B2B, a business to business. You're, you deal with the consumer. So it's not enough to just have diverse employees for a picture, but you have to have the space that allows your consumers to also be diverse and for your employees to recognize the diversity in their consumers. Right. And to me, that's, that's obviously where they fail. The question has never been about Starbucks. Do you have an internal issue of diversity and inclusion? And I feel like this is kind of where they've taken their thing. They're like, oh, we're creating this internal um, diversity and inclusion um, with our partners and, you know, their employees and all this other stuff. But the the problem wasn't that you called out an employee for supposedly loitering, right? You hauled out a consumer of your product, right? 
So I don't really see anything that talks about how I don't see anything that says how we're going to do better engaging and being accepting of the public. That is, you could get anything on any given day. Right. I mean, there should have been new processes in place. There should have been, you know, extra training videos, Mm -hmm. which they didn't do Mm -hmm. on their day of inclusion. They didn't retrain. They didn't have new processes. It was just a lot of keynote speeches via satellite. Right. Pre-recorded stuff. Yep. So there's still no hands-on nope. activity. This kind of stuff has to have some type of um, hands-on activity or people need to be able to say, okay, I get it now. There needs to be stronger, real conversations happening on a regular basis if you're going to do it. Right. You know, there was this whole thing about them using that nonprofit organization mm-hmm. that that was their focus. But, you know, when I went to their page, yep. all I saw were a lot of big corporate names who write checks to that organization with really no one saying that they were clients of right. that organization. <laughs> right. That's Everyone true. was on the board. That's true. That's they true. They had a big board of directors yep. with big, fat checks. Yep. I hadn't seen anything about someone saying that we use them. And if there was one, it was like a small little company, not a big giant Starbucks conglomerate, right? So I feel like they just, the media, they did what they do best. They used the media the way they were supposed to. Marketing campaign. And they went out there and said what they needed to say and did what they needed to do to get out of the hot water of the public. Yep. And at this point, there really is no reason because the public bought it. Most of the public, most of, I would say most of the public bought it hook, line, and sinker. And was applauding them before they even did the training. They were like, oh, yay, Starbucks, you came out and you owned it and whatever. And now they, there's really no reason for them to actually do anything. There's absolutely no reason. <laughs> and also, I mean, and I, I mean, and I know it's a personal decision, but the two gentlemen took nothing from them. So no. they didn't get hit uh, financially. financially. You know, they were supposed to be, let's start a nonprofit, yep. you know, and mm-hmm. what that is. A dollar and all of these things. I would love for them to at least put them boys in a commercial so, talking yeah. about how mm-hmm. it has helped or the nonprofit that they've been given through Starbucks. But if we don't know if it's even happened. Right. No, we don't know if it's happened. And this message on their page from their CEO, Howard Schultz, is from March 18th, um, 2015. 2015. Well before this happened. So they really, aside from, aside from maybe updating this with this video, they didn't do anything. They else. didn't do anything else. This is a, from a 2015 speech that he gave, a, a message from Howard Schultz to the Starbucks partners on March 18, 2015, and they pulled out a blurb. Yeah, so it really is. This is what we're just going to do this to appease anyone who may decide to check in. Correct, and I'm 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 really kind of. Um, I'm I'm a little disheartened by no one really following up. I mean, Starbucks is massive. Yeah. They're like they they they're definitely a Fortune 500, if not a Fortune 100 company globally. Um, and there's all kinds of stories running now about how they're downsizing their footprint in Europe mm-hmm. and how they've started this new. They're offering care.com now to 180,000 of their employees to help them with like their child Child care care. and all this other stuff. But no one is like revisited an issue that um, not just for the guys that it happened to in the spring, um, but they've had incidents at numerous 
Starbucks before that incident and even immediately on the heels of that incident that could have or has potentially ruined some people's lives. I mean, yep. you go to jail, and that don't come off your record when you're looking for a job. It really doesn't. Or an apartment. It doesn't. Or anything else. So, I would have liked to have seen, and, and, and I say this about a lot of the big companies, but you're a big company for a reason, right? You're a big company because you're a target of a lot of things, um, and you don't you don't have the kind of the leeway to not be the best at everything, not have all the checks in place, not have all the balances in place. And so it's a little disheartening to see how quickly people were comforted by Starbucks immediate response, but there's been no follow up. And we talk about, you know, measurement all the time with our clients, with any initiative that they're doing, that if you don't come back and see what you've done and, and make it publicly known to the people who were aware that you were doing it, it's probably not going to happen. And it's not going to be sustainable. It's not going to stay. And I feel like it was all one big ploy from Starbucks. And you mentioned commercial, that you'd like to see the guys in a commercial who, you know, from the, from mm-hmm. the incident in Philly, that, you know, I'd be interested to see if Starbucks runs an ad during the NFL Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, if they're smart, if they're smart, that would have been a perfect time to bring them two little brothers out. And we are not going to take any credit if y'all listen to this Starbucks and then do that. We're not going to take, <laughs> credit. Gonna take credit. We for might call it. you. We might call and be like, you know, that was ours, just so that y'all know that it was ours. But, um, <laughs> but, I'd be interested to see if they actually run a commercial during the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I'd also be interested in seeing, and you mentioned this before we started even recording, about what the NFL, you know, like what big companies are going to do yep. during the Super Bowl as it relates to this, given the all the headlines around What's going on with the Super What's going on with the Super Bowl? Yeah, because it's a good, it's a good uh, segue, right? Yeah. Um, you know, when you start to think about the conversations that have to go on in the boardrooms now, mm-hmm. it used to be, can we afford that $100 million commercial during the Super Bowl? Right. Now it's going to be, can we afford to have or not have a commercial during the Super Bowl yep. just in general? Because all of this around Colin Kaepernick. Yep. Nike has already put this. Nike already decided what they don't. They do Nike and was it? <laughs> there's another Nike, you know, with Chase and I think maybe Chase Bank. Chase with Serena. With Serena, yeah, yeah, and she's Nike as well. Yeah, she's but, Nike as well. But um, to be, there are some companies that have already solidified mm-hmm. their stance. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And so we know. I'm looking for a Nike commercial during the Super Bowl. I know because I want to see the NFL turn down Nike's money. Yeah, they're not going they're to. They're not going to. And if it was Nike, I would be just to just poke at them. I'd get like two or three different Kaepernick commercials and have them running throughout. Like started off with a Kaepernick commercial and it's just him with Afro and his fist in the air. I mean, do what you want, Nike. I'm just telling you what you should do to start the whole thing off. I mean, it just would be nice. It would be fun. It would be interesting. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be funny to see the response. Yeah, because then you're going to have all these people going, they just politicized and ruined football. I know. No, but bottom line, it's it's a commercial. It's a commercial. It sold some shoes. Mm -hmm. I bet it sold some shoes. But 
there are other companies, you know, like Starbucks, they could probably benefit from yes. spending some money and doing a commercial during the Super Bowl that um, <laughs> has the two guys in it that are um, trying to uh, rebuild something or make it a good out of what happened, right? Yeah. And uh, other companies that may have not been so supportive of the NFL or even what's been going on with the NFL, mm-hmm. I think that for them, they're going to be make, trying to make decisions. Everybody's trying to make political stances now. Yes. Which is For or against. Yeah. Unfortunately, people are making these stances and they're saying things and they're wanting to be heard and voices are out there. I mean, I don't know if it's unfortunate or not. I mean, I think, you know, I, I've always said that if, if I had a company that was worth billions and billions and billions of dollars and I had a platform, which you obviously do when you have billions and billions right. and billions of dollars, that that is that that to me is what you what you the whole point of having a platform right. is to put your the issues that are important to you out there, whether it's from whether it's about um, race relations, whether it's about women's pay equity, whether it's about white men who That's think they have, there's reverse discrimination. That's whatever, whatever, whatever the case platform is, is right. put it out there. So, and I think it helps. I mean, to me, I've always said I, I prefer when a, co- when a company or a person has a neon sign that tells me exactly where you stand because then that makes it easier for me to decide whether I need to spend my dollars. That's true. So I guess we will see the neon signs. I hope so. During the Super Bowl. I, I certainly think. hope so. Because it's been so strongly discussed mm-hmm. that it's either you're you're, you're you're nay or yay right now. Right. Or because you're in or you're out. And everybody's getting in on it. I mean, because now, you know, the Super Bowl's trying to decide who should come and do the halftime performances. Yes. And so people are turning them down, like Rihanna and Cardi B. And I'm going to tell you this. Rihanna was, Rihanna was huge to turn down. Yeah. I mean, because she's, you know, really starting to build her. Again, this is someone who has the money. Yeah. And the platform. She's taking, she is making her decisions very well. I mm-hmm. mean, I applaud her for deciding to do certain things with her. Right. And this one, she was like, no, I don't, I don't agree. Yeah. I don't agree how you do it, how you're doing it. Now, Cardi B, same thing. Until yeah. y'all rehire him, she doesn't decide. Cardi B didn't decide they need to rehire him. Rehire she's making hiring decisions for him. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, she done went into office. I can't. She's in front office management at this point. Yeah, Cardi B, ow. <laughs> like, I ain't on. <laughs> I can't even do a little a little sound she'd be making. Yeah. But yeah. So she said no, that's a huge those yeah. are two huge fan bases, right? And pink. Pink is gigantic. Pink is ginormous. Yeah. 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 So it's it's a a lot going on in that What is it? Maroon five is done four. Well yeah. I think Maroon Five agreed and said they know. would do it. Yeah. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. I mean, Maroon 5 don't turn without money. Number they one. don't. Turn number two, money. there's a chance, though. Maroon 5 is notorious for cussing you out they at, their at their concerts. Like, and I don't know if the NFL is aware of who they right. hired. Because Adam, Adam Levine, he got a mouth. I don't know why people think he's this clean cut. He's so not. I'm he's like, not. he is savage. I mean, <laughs> the rodeo almost banned them. They did. Um, I think I they think, banned them for I like a couple of years. They can't come back. For a couple of years. Yeah. They came back, what, two years ago, but they hadn't been for like five. Because yeah. the previous years, he was like cussing so badly yeah. and saying all kinds of crazy things. Mm-hmm. And so when he did come back, he was like, I know I got to be better because y'all have banned me for like yes. five years. And I was like, yeah, so there's a chance they're going to be bleeping a lot. Yeah. They're going to have a good 20 second delay. 
that it's not going to be like the normal Live. little five or eight second delay. It's going to be a good. So it could be, you know, they said yes, but they should be asking themselves why. Yeah. What are they, what planning? Are they planning? Because you can go and watch the rehearsal you want. You still, you don't, still know. don't know what they're doing when they get to the hotel. Okay. So you remember when we did that turn and came back to the mic? And come back, say this. Yeah. And y'all know I'm going to say it, right? <laughs> we going to have Holland pop out. <coughs> right? Which Holland going to come out on the stage. Which would, then, that's way better than all no, the commercials. Everything, the commercials. <laughs> they would cancel the Super Bowl right in the middle of the thing. So, um, yeah, so I think that, you know, companies, and then they're, they're the sponsors. Whoever mm-hmm. sponsors it, it's like Coca-Cola or yep. something. It's usually Coca-Cola or Pepsi. Yeah. That sponsors those shows. Mm-hmm. You have to decide, uh, hey, do we really do we know? We know what's going to happen and do we want our brand attached to that? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think people are going to be watching the Super Bowl, Super Bowl for different reasons. Yes. And and some aren't going to watch it all. Some are not going to watch it all. Um, I personally am going to be entertained. I will be why we will be eating brownies and world class chocolate ice cream. That's waiting for the commercial. Waiting for the commercial. That's that's kind of our thing. If y'all don't know, we have a kind of an exclusive Super Bowl party (laughs) where no one's there. No one's there but us. Nobody wants to be there with us. By the way, no one wants to be in the room with us as we talk through everything. And we talk through the whole game and. Get high on chocolate. Chocolate, yes. But if you want some good brownies, yeah, brownies, the brownies. <laughs> I don't share the brownies. She don't. She I'll don't. be like, you only made one pan. The pan is for me. If you needed someone else to eat them, you should have made two pans <laughs> and then gave the second pan directly to the people who was gonna eat it. Yeah, that's kind of how that goes. Um, um, but yeah, and then like you know, and something that's kind of been. You know, I've been wondering who was going to say it and how it was going to be received. But then you have like Amy Schwimmer mm-hmm. out there, and she basically said, "If you a white NFL player and you're not kneeling, you complicit." Yes, you complicit. <laughs> so she basically called you she out. She called you out. It's a lot of people. The majority get called calling out. out the majority. The majority calling out the majority. So it'll be interesting to kind of see. What what big companies do, the people who can afford to purchase airtime during commercial breaks, Yes. what they decide to do, and then what happens uh, for halftime, kind of who ends up being the sponsor of the halftime show and how it all unfolds. Yeah, yeah, because it's already going to be a big deal, the national anthem itself. Yes. It'll be interesting to see if they air if if they they show it. it. Um, on live television. Yes, I mean, because if you show it, you know what? Just make the army the sponsor. You should make the army sponsored the sponsor. by the armed forces. Sponsored by the armed and forces. And you should just focus the cameras all on the armed forces. Do not pan the audience. Do not pan the field. That would be perfect because they're they're somewhere in bad places. Yes, trying to defend us from bad people. <laughs> Let them have their have moment. moment. And they're going to be standing at attention, yep. looking real patriotic. You ain't going to worry about nobody taking a knee. You don't worry about nothing nobody like taking that. a knee. And I tell you, that's going to be the most emotional stuff ever. Because mm-hmm. when you see them there, that's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to get. Correct. Right. I would just like to say, though, for all the companies from Coke to Starbucks to the NFL, everybody, that we have given y'all some great ideas today. <laughs> Just remember just CNA. Remember CNA. Just put us in the footnotes. Just a little asterisk or something. Because I feel like we gave y'all a lot of stuff for your 
hundred million dollar accounts that are run by uh, public relations offices and marketing offices out of New York City and LA. Yep. I feel like they're gonna have a lot of material from this one podcast. Yes, one podcast. Yes, that's exactly right. So, okay, I think we have. We've we're gonna revisit the Starbucks thing. I'm personally not letting them out of my sights for a little while. You should go in there and see if they hug I'm me. Gonna go in there. <laughs> I'm gonna go in and see if they hug me. Um, which will be bad because I don't like to be touched or hugged. Um, so yeah, I will we'll circle back. We might even send this podcast to the people at Starbucks, mm-hmm. see if we get a response or whatever. Um, because I, I really am, you know disheartened at how no one's followed up and there's no measurement and we're into October and they had training in May. Yeah. So that's five months. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that's it, right? I think that's it for today's show. Yep. And so as always, we understand that everyone has a spark of defiance. We're here to stoke the embers. Bye. Bye.